Yo. What's up? Back at home base? Yes, we are. Um, to the listeners at home, we tried to do this on the road while we were on our way back from Arkansas, and sound wasn't too great. So I archived, I archived that, and we're starting fresh. So thank you, Nick and Dan, for sticking with us. Absolutely. Welcome to the podcast. It is uh, Monday, June 10th, the Monday after an amazing weekend in Little Rock, Arkansas, with the Monday Night Hustler crew plus the Four Block Connection. Um, episode 20. Episode 20. We're in the uh, the 20s now. Yeah, no longer in the teens. No longer in the teens. We've matured. Yeah. It's wild. Who would have thought just 20 short weeks ago? We would be here. Not me. 21, if uh, you guys are paying attention with the last episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Episode 9. Yet to be released. Yet to be released. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess I'll just say this, but thank you guys for for the hospitality. Uh, loved your pool. Um, love loved that you guys had the air conditioning blasting as well. Uh, I know Danny and Saya didn't like that, but I appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate yeah. it a lot. It was pretty legit, uh, especially yeah. after we got burnt out, out by the pool. Let's come back to a freezing cold apartment. Yeah, I mean, like every time I came back to your apartment at night, I just knocked out instantly. Yeah. This heat wears you out, man, especially if you're out scooting all week, all weekend. Yeah, so uh, let's let's talk about a weekend of of just uh, scootering around the, the entire city of Little Rock. Is Little Rock considered a city? Is that what is considered a city? I don't know if it's by population, but it is the capital of Arkansas, so I'd give it the city title. Okay, all right. Yeah, we scooted around the city of Arkansas. Um, see how did so Friday was was a travel day for us. We got on the road at like twelve. And then made it to you guys at like around 11 p.m. So 12 afternoon, we left Chicago, got to Little Rock Friday night at 11.30 p.m.-ish. Um, I just knocked the fuck out. Um, I didn't have any energy to do anything. There wasn't, there wasn't much to do uh, Friday night. Everyone was... Do we even drink? No, we just chilled here, right? Yeah, I, I didn't have any beverages. Beverages. We're feeding uh, grasshoppers to spiders. That was that was Sunday. That was last night. Right? That was Saturday. Sunday, yeah. Yeah. Um, we can talk about Scott and how he's a Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. He should be uh, infected pretty soon. And then we'll see if yeah. he'll have those, that Tobey Maguire effect. Is, is Scott on the pod right now? Uh, yes. He's coming right now. Hey, Scott. What's up, buddy? Yeah. So. Yeah, you guys get a cat? You got a what? Did you guys get a cat? No, I think it was Scott just sitting on the couch. Oh. Cat couch? Uh Did you guys make a couch with cats? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting couch. 
So what do, how did how did Saturday start again? What did we do? Saturday started with a workout. Oh yeah, we worked out. Okay. Uh, that's what we do in our thirties when we hang out and we're all together and there's a gym now, I guess. Something we did it. We we're did it for the birthday. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we went to the grocery store. Bought way too much. Through. <clears throat> An entire unopened bottle of handle Cheetos. We've got half a bottle of Jack Daniels, a big one. We have tequila, and then we got like thirty beers in the fridge. There's no food. <laughs> we over we overestimated how much we can drink. Yeah. Um, well, shout out to myself for for getting all the claws in Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, you did. You li- we literally went to the liquor store and got every single claw they had. We're so basic. And yeah. then every everyone by the pool was drinking claws though. Yeah. Everybody's drinking claws now. It's it's a fucking thing. Uh, it's a revolution. It got big quick. Yeah. And the dude with blonde hair and a super tan. Yeah, but then the the moms with the kid are drinking claws. Oh, the kids. <laughs> yeah. Same, like, everyone's drinking claws. Yeah, the kids are drinking claws. It's a great drink. <laughs> I mean, you can just. I mean, even like. When I play softball on Thursdays, I just like I'll have claws and I'll just I can just walk down the street. No one's gonna stop me. Like people stop me if I drink have a can of beer in my hand. Um, can we claws. can we talk about can we talk about the market opportunity that Smirnoff missed out on in this case? Yeah. Yes, they had this thing cornered back in like when we were still in high school. Uh-huh. All they all they needed to do is remove a little sugar, and yeah. they would have had a whole new market. Oh, so yeah, ices were good though. Yeah, I know, but like now yeah, they, they have that anymore. And then they had that thing with it, like you know, you ice your uh, your friends and whatnot. Um, so Did they, they yeah. actually start that, or was that something that was a bro thing? I mean, but still, like, yeah, again, they could have rolled that wave into something bigger. Oh, sure. um, but I'm sure they'll come up with something because uh, Corona has that what's it called, R- Refresca. Uh, Stella has the Spritzer, and I'm I'm sure everyone, I'm sure there'll be like some some Miller lattes. Soon, Miller lattes. Yeah, um, so we'll, we'll we'll see. Like every other company follows through. I mean, it's a copycat league in like every sort of industry and life things. I was about to say, I don't know why you, know, you said Nick Smirnoff like with Lacroix. They could have easily implemented, teamed up, and uh... I think I think uh, Lacroix owns Truly. So I think they already got it. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. okay. It. Yeah, they they would have to they would have to do it with a different brand, otherwise it'd tarnish their their cockroach water. Their co- cockroach water. <laughs> Dude, their uh, the coconuts are good. Do you have any more in the fridge? Uh, no, I took the last one. I'm going shopping tomorrow. I guess I'll buy some yeah. more. All right, all right. No, no coconut liqueur for me tonight. But um, yeah, so worked out grocery. Hey, shop. has has Soda Stream come out with uh, flavored spritzers? Um, possibly. I mean, it's something to look into. Huh? You can just put freaking fruit in it. But it's different. I want, I want artificial. Artificial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I need to get a new tank for my uh, soda stream, which I have two of now. Two of yeah. Or kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then we just started. Uh, we went out by the pool and barbecued and uh, drank for quite a while. Well, drank a lot. Do we drink? We drink most all this stuff while we were there at the pool. No, we drink. Yeah, drink all the claws. Yeah, no one drank any beers. We just drink claws. 
No, we had some demos. Yeah, we threw a lot of those out, though, because when I brought that bag up there, all the fucking, there's like seven or eight beers that were warm there. Oh, uh, yeah. So you might get some skunk beers left in that uh, 30 rack that's in the fucking fridge. Well, I'm actually going to not drink for a little bit. So, so it'll I'll just sit there. Good luck. Yeah, by the time we leave, we'll definitely drink them. But part of the, uh, I read this article, and part of my deep thought was going to be about uh, using alcohol as a as a uh, stress reliever, and why it's a bad thing. Very, very bad. All thing. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a good weekend. We we started a new gang. It's called uh, Scoot Scooters. Um, we were like rolling six deep in formation up and down the Little Rock streets. All you saw was a bunch of uh, LEDs. Yeah. <laughs> we found a few parking lots. We were just rolling around doing cool tricks and stuff. Doing cool tricks. <laughs> um, we got we got some video, although it was kind of dangerous. Side so busted his shit like four or five times. Oh, hey, speaking of claws, too, I just thought of that when we were in the pool. Um, you guys saw that video because I was. That may be a good promotion that I'm going to send off to um, someone who works in marketing at Truly and be like, yo, we can market your shit. Oh, the video, of me sw- the video of me swimming to the Truly underwater? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and missing it? Yeah. Yeah, missing it completely. I was, I, was go- I, was Nick- going- I was going for the white claw behind it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got it. I-, I literally told Nick, I was, uh, it was like after I got out of the shower and it just kind of hit me as-, as I was taking a shower. I'm like, my new my new profession should be a white claw influencer because we we talk about actually a lot like um about influencers like syed was talking about it um and then him and i got in or like him and i started talking about it a bit and yeah like that that's the move for sure we're gonna get white claw or truly or any of the spritzer that wants to make a name for themselves and sponsor the pod because if you're if you're an influencer you can't be an influencer to one brand you got to influence multiple brands yeah we can we can do anything we want we can we can we can influence people to ride more lines scooter yeah i think i but i do think uh the vertical of uh spritzers if we were like the spritzer the spritzer boys or the uh i love that or uh, something where you just influence uh, spritzers. I won't be a part of it, but while you can be a, the face of the. Okay, I'm a, I may just make my own. Yeah, I like that. Do you remember my billion dollar idea like five years ago? Canned water. Yeah. Yeah. That again. This... Canned water wasn't around at that time. No. It's never going to take off. Box water tried to make a thing, but box water didn't really take off. Canned water can take off. It's just people can't. don't. Believe it. Do you, do we? I just found out they make clear aluminum, so that might work. There you go. Well, I mean, a can. So, like, it'd have to be. It'd have to be carbonated. No. No, no, no. Just fresh spring water. In a can. Yeah. So here's here's my here's my pitch to you. All right, you're my you're 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 an investor. You and Dan. And my, no, I'll pretend I'm a water executive and I own like 17 springs around the country. I made my my, yeah, yeah, my millions by mining for water. Um. Okay. 
So my pitch is okay. to make canned water <laughs> because we need to replace plastic because most plastic, 90% of plastic that's used can no longer be recycled and reused. But Mr. Uh, but Mr. Hamden, I'm paying point zero 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 one cents for a plastic bottle when I'd be paying at least double that for a can. And I'm not in the recycling business. I'm in the water business. Right. But we're going to be buying aluminum in bulk. So the cost is going to be absorbed by us because you want to know why aluminum is so great and environmentally friendly. You can you can recycle like, today the aluminum that's recycled is recirculated back uh, three months later. Like that's how quick a turnaround is for aluminum. So that's almost like your cost is now zero because every three months you're just getting that re. Uh, that right, aluminum but I'm right gonna back. I'm gonna ha I'm gonna have to pay the recycler for the cans that I already bought, and I just that's just not a good feeling. Not to mention the fact that shipping bottled water is much easier and costs less than shipping canned water. Why is why is shipping bottled water easier than canned water? It's it'd be the Signif same. Like significantly lighter. No, it'd be like the same like unit of measure. It'd be like sixteen ounces. I know, but uh, aluminum can weighs significantly more than a plastic bottle. Plus, plus, we've done really well with the bottle flipping influencers, and I don't think they do can flipping. <laughs> you know, you know how much my stock went up after people started bottle flipping. It's crazy. Look, all I'm saying is, this, there's a niche, and we can get into Whole Foods. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. Let's let's run a pilot. Let's run a pilot in the Northeast because there's a lot of yuppies up there, and then maybe they'll be like, "Oh, this is organic and like better for the environment," um, and then they'll pay double for a can of water. Right. Okay. Those. They'll buy the mission. Yeah. Uh, I just think everyone should buy my water direct. I can ship it in uh, big 55-gallon drums, and you just pour it into a cup, and then we could be super environmentally friendly. Pour it into a cup by, from a drone? Yeah. I'll just give you a 55-gallon drum, one-time shipping, and then you just pour it into a, into a cup and take it and drink it. No, I don't like that. Okay. Canned water is going to take off, and I'll be at the forefront of it. All right. Well, we're going to come back to this podcast in 10 years and see what, what the reality is. All right. Stay okay. tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, everyone. All right. I really hope, I really hope Ice Mountain isn't listening. Hey, they, they, um... You know Nestle tried to, like, own our, like, water, they like, our that. natural water oh. supply? They wanted, to, they wanted to buy the rights to, like, the Great Lakes. Nestle? Yeah, this was like a few years back. And the government was like, a oh, fuck no, dude. I would have flipped out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have flipped out. <laughs> That's my lake. Yeah. Uh, Dan, what'd you say? Quarter drove 69084. What were we just talking about? Water. 9084. Fuck. Oh, they banned straws. Oh, they banned straws, but not really. Like, kind of. There's a movement, but I still think straws are going to prevail. I think the also, straws Also, think about plastic as well. Another, good, another bad thing about plastic water bottles is if they sit out in the sun, then that plastic, which is made out of oil, that oil seeps into your water. Therefore, you're drinking chemicals. So well, you, you how, irresp cancer. how irresponsible do you have to be that you leave your bottled water out in the sun? <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean... I mean, 
we worked hard to get you this bottle of water and we transported and, and covered trucks. You should drink the water when you're in the shade. You know, it's a great <laughs> For the same reason that when we used to hang out when you were younger, you should have just litter to piss me off, so. What? It's just it's the same exact reason that you used to litter when we were, when we were younger. You do it to just piss me off. Piss you off? I never used to litter. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys should do, like, a parody account for, like, uh, investors. I think you guys have done so many fucking pitches that, like, you just, like, know the... Because <laughs> that was really good, Nick. Honestly, like, at, if you ever do decide to have a career after change, you're going to be a great investor because you, like, just... No, know- no, that, that part is easy. The investor part where you just shit on people's ideas, that part is easy. <laughs> the hard part is going in there with a, with a decent idea and a solid business and trying to convince them that it isn't shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, before I get myself into trouble... Um, Dan and I actually had like a really good conversation on Saturday. He was telling me a lot of the great things that were, that were happening at this incubator. Um, I don't want to get myself in trouble. So if you guys want to talk about anything that recently has been, you know, going on with change, please let our listeners know because Dan was, uh, was, uh, put, uh, put me on some, uh, some cool things that, that you guys were pitching and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I was very invested in what Dan was saying. Yeah, I mean, all we can share is that it's an incredible program and it's going really well. And Dan's doing a really good job telling our story. And we've got a compelling value proposition to these financial institutions that are coming through the door. Um, you know, things like this take time, so it's not going to be a, a quick win. But we're hoping that as we continue to develop what we're doing, uh, we're going to be able to grow by working with financial institutions to help borrowers on that level. So, big picture, what do you hope to get out of this now that you've, I think you guys are uh, halfway through this accelerator? I mean, big picture is to have every bank in the country offering our service so anyone with a student loan can rely on their financial institution, which should be the place that they go to manage their money um, and use a service like ours to get them out of student loan debt sooner. Realistic goal is to get three to four financial institutions to work with us uh, and commit to, you know, driving our product with their customers. Okay. But, you know, you got to dream big. All right. Is that all you want to share? Do you want to get a little deeper than that? or? I mean, I think that's a good kind of uh, high-level view. Uh, other than that, the, the program's great for um, I mean, like mentorship, like for instance, today we had an executive from a relatively big startup um, talk to us about what they're doing. Then we had a little one-on-one meeting with him um, and shared, he shared some good insight. Um, and just the, again, I mentioned this before, but just the focus you have out here in Little Rock where you're um, just working and not really getting too distracted. It's fun. All right, well. More details to come. Watch watch uh, PR Newswire for any press releases in the coming months. All right. Uh, hopefully one day you guys can just write a book about it. Yeah, I mean, can you ghostwrite for us? Um, I'm, I would love to, but, like, one, I don't know what I can and cannot say because I know I'll just get myself in trouble. No, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like we, we, we like chill and talk and relax and have conversations like this and then we just write a book together. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, that and then, like, also, I'm a bit illiterate, so. Um, no. Well, then we'll hire another person to actually write it, but okay. we'll all be in the same room. Copy script writer. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, isn't that, uh, that's the list of things in the works, um, yeah. along with your cooking video. <laughs> that I'm sore. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, you, gotta, you, bought, you bought this awesome Mac. It's so um, I put myself into a pickle. Um, so I'm not only editing it on Final Cut Pro, mm -hmm. but I'm also editing it on iMovie as well. And it's going swimmingly, as you can tell. I mean, iMovie is significantly easier. Right, exactly. But you get less. You can get you you can't get as granular as you can with Final Cut Pro. Yeah, you're you're not wrong at all. I mean, if, for for what we need, I think uh, iMovie's perfect. I've done plenty of iMovie work. Um, it's relatively easy. Yeah, so I'm just I, I've been doing some some editing on on both and just moving it back and forth. I also. Uh, my little cousin, she's doing the Disney College program, and she's also becoming a vlogger on YouTube. She has YouTube videos out, so I'll just shout her out uh -huh. real quick because uh, she's been giving me some tips and, and helping me on some things as well. Uh, so follow awesome. KG on YouTube. Uh, shout out to my little cousin. So, Spell that out? K KG, just KG. The letter K and the letter G. Oh, uh, really? It just pops up? Yeah. I don't um Should, hopefully. And... Unless she doesn't, then she needs to rebrand. But I, I have her. Uh, I have her YouTube. I'm subscribed to it. So go to YouTube, oh. subscribe, like. KG, follow or subscribe. How yep. many videos does she have up? Oh, like five or six. Nice. What does she blog about? Um, she's vlogging about her life at the Disney College program in Orlando. Oh, yep. cool. That's awesome. Yep. But yeah, no, she does some, uh, she's got some pretty sick edits, so. I, pretty sick edits. Yeah. Nice. So I'm sure she was like, what the hell is Waleed, like, uh, Facebook messaging me for? <laughs> hey, uh, my 18-year-old cousin, can you help me out? I'm trying to get my shit started, our shit started, too. Are you guys watching this Raptors game in the background? No. Can we? I think you should put it on. Um, also, we might have a potential new sponsor, um, the Medline Lab and Diagnostics Department. So they're, they're, they're willing to sponsor a couple podcasts to get, uh, to get the a medical field listening to the podcast. So, um, we'll connect you, uh, Waleed with their business and marketing department. Okay. All right. I'll shout out Ashley. Also, yeah. Oh, Rachel. Um, she's, we, so we dropped off Scott's car pick up your car to drive to Arkansas and we came back to your house today to pick up to swap the cars again mm -hmm. and Dan's girlfriend Rachel was there come to find out she's been staying with your mom to keep her company uh so that's yeah. that's Dan, you got a lot to live up to buddy you got a big favor to be uh, handed out some some somewhere that, down the line that ring just doubled in size Rachel that ring just doubled in size uh I mean yeah Rachel's uh Rachel's always been awesome like that, so. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, yeah. People should aspire to have that kind of love, you know? Yeah. <laughs> should aspire to have that kind of love, you know? 
Uh, what else? Uh, Nick, do you want to get into your deep thought? Um, yeah, sure. So uh, while you guys were here, I read this article, um, and it was about the, you know, the founder, you know, are you guys familiar with Twitch? Yes, of course. So Twitch is a video game streaming website that sold to Amazon for a couple of billion dollars, I think three billion or something like that. Um, and his, their CEO kind of wrote this article on his blog talking about, you know, that he's 35, he sold his startup for a billion dollars, and he said that he relied on alcohol for years to escape facing his life, and he decided to give it up permanently. Now, you know, maybe my family has like a history of alcoholism, and when we're doing, or, you know, working on change and stuff, there's a lot of, especially around here, there's a lot of alcohol um at all these events and then you know when you come back from work having a couple beers or a drink is kind of you know the norm um and i don't see that i'm using it to kind of escape for anything but um i just know that if i mean habits are easily built um especially for vices and i just want to talk to you guys about um you know first whether or not you guys have experienced alcoholism in your families or whatever, but also the, um, the good, I mean, the good and bad things that alcohol can bring into your life. Well, I mean, I think like most substances or anything that you, and not necessarily substances, just anything that can be viewed as negative to your health. Um, it's kind of got to come into moderation, you know, uh, Typically, when we were growing up, I mean, when you were younger, you used to drink three, four times a week if you could because of the kind of the social aspect of it. And it's kind of why we do it now still. But as you said, some people rely on it as a crutch or, or um, you know, something to escape their day-to-day grind that they have to live through. Um, so I think it's one of those things you've got to use as kind of a reward. I mean, I understand you, you know, you kind of get in the zone sometimes because you get the, the little buzz going and, and your work becomes a little bit more entertaining or um, just the monotony of it gets bro- broken up by drinking and stuff. So, I mean, I can see you using it to your benefit, but it's one of those things that's kind of a slippery slope. You start doing it too much and then it becomes a crutch and then you just, it's a cyclical kind of thing where you just rely, you know, every time it's almost like Pavlov's dog kind of thing where you have to do, you know, like I said, the mundane tasks yeah. you guys have to do. And sometimes it's like, Oh, I should probably have a beer or a drink when I do this. And it, Said, yeah, uh, I noticed. I noticed that on Thursdays when I would I would have to stay up late to like do some operational stuff, the confirms. Yeah. I would like automatically associate doing confirms with having a drink, or like having a couple of drinks. Like every every time I like do confirms, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have a couple of beers, and you know that's that's like that Pavlov thing where it's like it associates with it. Yeah, like I said, I mean, as long as I mean, you know, you're introspective person you understand when you're i mean you're honest with yourself and when your behaviors are negatively affecting your life or your health for this matter and i think that's kind of what you're aiming at was just your the 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 hit your health is taking by drinking as often as you may while doing work um i mean you're like i said you're an honest you're an honest person with yourself so as long as you just kind of keep you stay aware of of you you know using your substance for this thing i don't see it being much of a problem as long as it's not like five years down the line and you're still drinking three or four days a week doing confirms, then, uh, I think <laughs> hopefully I'm not doing confirms in three to five years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the get, getting your fingernails dirty part of early startups. Um, 
But yeah, I just want to like, you know, if you guys have ever kind of felt, you know, hey, man, I'm drinking too much, not just after like a long weekend, but you're know, just kind of feeling. Yeah. I mean, I that, yeah. I associate that with like pot smoking. Definitely uh, had periods in my life where I've done it way too frequently. And um, yeah, I mean, at least that's my, my alcohol is not my go-to thing anymore. It was, it's, you know, the, the marijuana. Um, but yeah, I definitely have experienced that in my life. I mean, I know personally, like you said, alcoholism, I don't know if anyone in my family has necessarily been an alcoholic, but my dad working in construction, um, he certainly spent a couple uh, evenings in the saloon after working, you know, <laughs> uh, 40, 50, 50 hour work weeks. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I know can, I, that's my brothers, you know, they that's kind of what they rely on for their fun times. But because they have families, they kind of limit it to one or two days a week. Um, yeah. So yeah. For me, again, I I guess as long as you're relatively you're healthy and it's not negatively affecting your health that bad, I don't see much of an issue with it. But if you personally are just unsatisfied with how often you're using that as, like I said, a crutch or something to distract you or, uh, uh, you know, if you're always so tense. What's that? So that Nick stopped drinking, he'd lose a lot of weight because he drinks every day. Yeah, I mean, certainly that's, uh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like overall, if you're looking at health, then it's obviously a great thing to stop doing. But um, if it's one of those things that, like I said, breaks up the monotony and reduces your anxiety levels, um, just be aware that you're doing it and, and not make it a person oh. habit. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you know, we've witnessed alcoholism in our life with our fathers. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think you, uh, I think a, you have the, the right people surrounding you that would ever preventing it from getting to that level, you know, obviously cause your brother is, you know, with, is at, at your side with this company all the time. I know Daniel would have something to say about that before it ever became much of an issue. But um, I mean, so I was concerned. You said just personally, you always say that you think you should take your health a little bit more serious. And that's one of your, I guess your primary goal. It should be your primary goal is your health. And uh, um, I think that'd be a great, that'd be a great launching point for you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Health is obviously a priority, but I wanted to talk about this guy because he also kind of went into some other things as far as um, things he did. So, like, first he would journal every morning for, like, five minutes. Then he did something called negative visualization, where essentially you vividly imagine something really, really terrible happening, losing your business or, um, you know, like, breaking a leg or, like, whatever, like, being, like, incapacitated or whatever. Um, and he mentioned like visualize that and then kind of think about the fact that, you know, that's in that worst case scenario, you're still alive and you're, you're still breathing and, you know, you'll, you'll wake up from, you'll wake up in your real life, in your real life. And then you'll realize some of it is because you negatively visualize something. I don't know if I agree with that part, but that's another thought. Um, well. No, actually, I, um, it's funny you brought that up because I was going to bring up something kind of separate, but uh, there's a comedian named Theo Vaughn that has a podcast called um, This Past Weekend on, and I'm sure some of our viewers have heard of this person, and I know I've talked to you about him, but he had Jordan Peterson, who's like a clinical psychologist, kind of got launched into the limelight a couple of years ago because of his stance on certain things. Um, 
But uh, he was talking about how Theo Vaughn is is sober. He, I mean, he used to do drugs and, and drink a lot of alcohol. He, uh, the he had this clinical psychologist kind of to to stop drinking and, and abusing drugs. And he just said, I was worried about um, essentially losing my career and losing you know a sense of self and just everything I've worked for. Um, and that's kind of what has been his motivation is just like you know it was hard for him to stop, but he kept thinking about well, you know, if I keep going down this path and I have a few bad years or a few bad sets and I lose some of my sponsors or something like that, um, he's like, you know, I could I could end up nowhere fast. And uh, it scared me. So he's just like, you know what? He decided to quit cold turkey and he said he's never looked back. It's been, you know, the greatest decision of his life kind of thing. Yeah, and that's like <laughs> one way of looking at this negative visualization as far as you realizing you're going down the wrong path and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, this article, if you guys read through it, there's a bunch of stuff in here that is kind of interesting. Um, he mentions things like removing attachment and understanding understanding that you, you will die and you will lose everything. So don't um, be like attached to like certain things in life. And it might seem scary, but it's, but it's not from what he says. Um, and then being authentic is something that he also mentioned, which kind of goes off what Dan said last week about, you know, on social media telling your friends that, uh, um, that you, I mean, just, you know, giving praise. He, he like quoted this thing and he said, you know, when you're hanging out with your friends, just say something like, um, I just want to tell you that I appreciate you and, you know, really admire this, this piece of what you do and how you do it. I just wanted to say thank you or some, something like that. So. It might seem awkward, but well, no sure appreciation. Yeah, I certainly agree. It's I guess because especially since our our lives are so much online or through social media nowadays. I mean, it's become this very um, um, surface laden kind of um, gratitude or or acknowledgement that we always see. Is like, oh, I sent someone a, a Snapchat. And their response was opening it like, oh, so what's the point of, you know, it's one of those things where it's what's the point of continuing to do this if there's not going to actually be some social interaction that happens outside of that. So, I mean, I I thoroughly, like I said, the more we live our lives online and on social media, that becomes a little bit more important because at that point, then what kind of actual relationship do you have with somebody if it's all on the Internet and the things that you do get sent don't even get acknowledged or, or, or invoke a response out of the person you're sending it to, you know, it's like you wouldn't call somebody on the phone and then not say anything when you called them. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I feel, I feel like that's actually Scott. I'm going to do that next time I call you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, sit there. That'd be too funny. And then I get a, I get a call from 911 says the call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> you watch too many scary movies. I mean, it's a classic. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh- Dan? Yo. You about to say something? Was I about to say something? Thoughts? Do you have any thoughts? Do you have any thoughts? Uh, I have you right now. No thoughts. All right. Um, let's see. And then I guess to talk more about our... Uh... Sorry. Um, but yeah, about a weekend at Arkansas. Do you want to talk about uh, artificial intelligence? Yeah, let's talk about it. That was going <laughs> to be my deep topic for next week, but you can, we can talk about artificial oh, intelligence. Right, 
Next week. I mean, we've got we've got what twenty minutes. So. Oh yeah, we got time. Yeah. Dan. I don't know. You wanted to talk. You wanted to talk about it. Oh, I, fine. Uh, deep chart part two, part two. You guys, uh, you guys are getting double the pleasure. <laughs> double and gum. Um, so, Dan and I were talking about artific- artificial intelligence, and we saw it as two different things. I saw it as something that is uh, learning and replacing our intelligence, and Dan saw it as what. Uh. He saw like something that helps you, like a smart speaker. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, guess, I feel like people are going to yeah. level off to the actual use of it. But like, I, I, like Nick thinks you're going to be talking to a robot your entire life, and no, I think they're the ro- telling you that if you wear this this type of oh yeah, that was today, a good example. I was I was saying that yeah. artificial intelligence is going to replace your decision making, and I gave an example of having like a smart closet or smart home that says hey you wear you wear the blue suit with the red tie and the purple shirt today because the person you're going to run into uh their mind is attracted to those colors and leave in four minutes because you'll bump into this person that you need to talk to about this sales meeting and i think we will eventually get there you're you're just pretty much being a future teller a future teller. <laughs> well, no, because like if, if that guy that you're talking to is also using a smart home and this guy is using a smart home, they're both, everything's communicating with each other and then they can somehow, it's like, hey, take take a right, take a left. Oh, shit, you just ran into fucking Todd, which you're trying to close a $20 million deal with and he loves your red tie, purple shirt, and blue blue jacket. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, that's one extreme example, but... Well, tangent. There's, um, there's, I mean... Did I send you that thing from a couple months ago, Google with the smart voice, uh, where like they're making like appointments? Um, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, sounding like a real human. Yeah, that's pretty wild. So I know I could that could definitely be it. Uh, that could definitely be something in the future. Um, but that AI can easily replace. Yeah, right now, some easy reception. I mean, I feel trials. like I feel like by the time if we get AI that intelligent, that we're already going to be integrating it with ourselves, like electronically rather than um, having AI just be a part of our life all the time. I think like, well, so let's put it this way. Like, I feel like obviously you're, what you're saying in the, the picture you're painting is, is something that's very uh, possible for the future. I just feel like as technology grows and like we start coming up with chips that might improve our intelligence and all that stuff um, that may be AI essentially, we will become the AI and uh, that will be the, the new normal. Maybe the, with the uh, with evolution, as we get smarter, the natural progression of things is to make ourselves less human, more robotic, so we can live forever, have less uh, um, less parts that can go wrong, essentially. So yeah, just I just feel like I just feel like we'll be in a place where uh, you guys need to be watching this Golden State State game. It's one hundred three, one hundred three with a minute left. Uh, yeah, that's we yeah. Are. Okay, that's what we're doing right now. Well, let's let's do a live recap. Steph Curry, wide open three. Buckets. <laughs> Buckets. Oh, that wasn't Steph Curry. Yeah, that was the Raptors, you fucking guy. That was Stop Thompson. What, 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 how much time's left on your clock? Minute. I'm oh, at no. 56 seconds. Yeah, you um, guys are ahead. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> recap. There's a lead. Yeah, we're doing oh, we're shit. I can tell the future. I'm using AI, bro. You're a future teller. <laughs> yeah, Daniel did say that. Yeah. <laughs> future teller.
I mean, is that the extent of your at? What was the deep thought about that? That were that. That was a pretty fucking deep thought. I mean, I think that was pretty deep. Yeah, like I. Like I an invention is gonna tell us what to do, like how to. Improve no, no, our- it's gonna it's gonna replace our decision making, and I don't know if that's a good thing. But what's the point? That's what's the point of a human then? Right. I mean, artificial intelligence is going to replace our intelligence and our decision making, so we're not no longer going to need to live. We're not stupid. So then we essentially become the AI, as I was saying, right? <laughs> no, we become nothing. The AI becomes us. Oh shit! Same thing. So it's not robot. They're not robots. It's not robots. It's code. It's just no. We're not. We, so so I, yeah. I was saying we'd be we'd be cyborgs essentially, and you're saying that AIs would just eliminate us in general. Then, like what? We we would cease to need to exist. Like we would still live, but we're just gonna be bodies that sit. Yeah, we wouldn't have like incomes. Like, what would be the trade then? Like the we like we the value of, of well, the currency. point of AI, the point of AI was to make life easier, correct? To, to improve to improve the lives of, of the individuals that use the the invention, right? The point oh. of AI is is for startups in Silicon Valley to make a lot of money. Well, yeah, obviously that, but but the product itself. I mean, you as you said, I know not all products help the individual that's using them, but in like your case, you said you guys wanted to help the public with your with your idea. So AI essentially has to propose some use. It has some usefulness, and maybe decision making may be one of those things. But I feel like it was just to get rid of the, I guess, um, the uh, nuance or the 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 planning of the day, the the discipline and the the framework of your day, like you, could, like you said, you have your lights hooked up to your, your Alexa and you can uh, ask for the weather and uh, hook up your, your calendar to it, just improve the streamline your day. Like, I can't see like the AI just like, oh, you know what, you guys built us and we don't need you anymore, fuck it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, I mean, I think what we have currently is just like 0.001% of what it's going to be. Um, SAP is like doing that stuff right now with like supply chain roles. What do you mean? Uh, SAP is like a uh, ERP, MRP. Um, so basically they're going to automate like s- scheduling tasks, like production scheduling, uh, transportation scheduling. Um, that's kind of what happened with my department we got outsourced uh so basically they're they outsource to a third party and the third party is just working on the code to uh automate that there's still humans working behind it right now but once they do then um they'll be able to eliminate those roles yeah there's a bunch of people working on um eliminating logistics jobs yeah i mean yeah why not you're gonna have driverless fucking cars or trucks yeah, I feel like that'd be way quicker to. I mean, I don't even know percentage like how logistics works. Are you literally responsible for finding like if if you have a situation where your truck, their load you're responsible for. If something happens to your truck, you're responsible for finding like getting a transport getting that load transported to the location somehow. Like finding another truck or a different line that could actually pick it up. Um, so I don't deal with. We have, we have our own transportation company that manages that, so I tender out the loads to them, and then. Uh, they source out the driver of the truck and then they handle, you know, the, the misses or the drops or 
any delays. Yeah, yeah, So um, they do have more of the intricacies in, in that. I mean, I'm I'm aware of that stuff when it happens. Um, yeah, because then I could. I mean, AI would just be so much quicker at calculating the number, or crunching the numbers, and finding those. Uh, uh, yeah. The um, duties and tasks that a regular logistical person could. Yeah, when it was at Kraft, like they had like pretty much oh. a, uh, like um, a ticker, uh, like uh, a board of like all the different companies with their rates, and when they bid out uh, lanes and. Oh. So now they're just trying to automate it. So now they're just trying to automate it, eh? Yeah. The automation is the end of our nation. Oh, oh, quote that. Put it on a shirt. I will put it um, on a shirt. Yeah, I mean, I was telling, um, I think I was telling Dan, like, I was kind of, like, happy about choosing supply chain as a profession, but, um, you know, figuring, like, it was, there's a boom in the market with, like, UPS and then Amazon rolling in, and then now, like, every company is investing millions into uh, uh, their supply chain, like, their operations, because they realize they can save millions on, on costs rather than, you know, um, spending foolishly, so... But yeah, now that sh- that shit is just getting automated, so who knows? I'll adapt. I'll find something. Yeah. Well, uh, Scott, do you have a science topic? No. I mean, we were driving this entire time. Why don't you talk about wheels? They're older than people. Oh, really? No. The fuck? Oh. <laughs> the, the, the round shape is you're, you're, you're really diminishing your credibility if you just throw out lies like that I mean I just corrected you and you said really and I said no okay. oh give me give me um, so speaking of uh, I was just thinking of animals or whatever but now I just thought of the spiders give me something give me a fact about spiders oh yeah give you a fact about spiders they have eight legs uh, they're <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not. They're not true bugs. Uh, they do not have bugs. They're not true bugs. They're not. They're not true bugs. Yes. Why? Um, this is where I might get my credibility cha- uh, uh, um, screwed over. I, I'm pretty sure it's their their body shape. Like I think true bugs typically have a head, a th- uh, an abdomen, and a thorax, like three separate segments, and spiders only have two. Um, I think that's isn't like- thorax a Pokemon. Uh, that's Snorlax, the big sleepy fucking Pokemon. I gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, um, so, I, again, spiders come in all shapes and sizes. Some spin webs, some don't. Some are uh, have hair, others don't. Uh, what, what was the spider that was on Nick's door to his porch? I don't know, dude. I, <laughs> I studied animals. I don't know every species of fucking animal on the planet. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're around here, too. They're probably a common Midwest, like, I don't know, field spider or some shit like that. They're fucking huge. They have those giant... There was actually... We have a a place... I don't know if it's open, but uh, a fur store that's just down the block. And me inside had walked past it one day. And, I mean, we probably counted, like, 150 of these. Like, they were giant fucking spiders. The same ones that were there. Uh, They're scary. You counted 150 spiders? I mean, we started kind of guessing how many, like, there was clumps of them together. So we were, like, you know, rounding up, like, there's, like, 10 or 15 here, 20 here. But, yeah, it was just that whole 
the little canopy that they have hanging over uh, the actual storefront itself, they're just all in the track lighting and stuff. Oh, it, was fucking, it was scary as shit. Unless it happened yesterday, I kept feeling spider webs all over my face. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's why I was like, not going out there. Yeah. yeah. Scott, uh, Scott tossed a grasshopper into the spider's web, and we saw the spider go after yeah. it and just web it up. Yeah, I mean, typically, like, you know, cameramen from Discovery and Nat Geo aren't supposed to kind of fuck with wildlife, you know, but nature, of course, but I wanted to see the circle of life happen, and we made it happen. <laughs> Do we need spiders in our ecosystem? Fuck yeah, dude. They wow. kill so many little insects. I mean, the amount of mosquitoes and moths and ants and shit that you around is... We would have West Nile right now if there wasn't for spiders. I mean, West Nile is in the United States, but... It is, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. In Illinois, we always get a couple, like, you get a dozen or two dozen cases every year of yeah. Illinois. But maybe it would be worse. A lot more malaria. Yeah. Okay, let's reverse engineer more. What if we got rid of all the flies and gnats? We need those? Actually, there's a big, because, uh, I, I, again, I don't know how true this stat was. It was a stat relatively recent in the past decade at one point, but malaria killed more people worldwide than any other disease. Um and because of that, every year it kills like the most. It kills millions of people in Africa. And they want to engineer mosquitoes to not either bite people. Because it's only the female mosquitoes that actually bite people and exchange the fluid. Don't um, they die right after? No. Um, so they're, they're either trying to make them all males, but that would kill off the species. So I don't think that's what they're doing. But they're somehow engineering the mosquitoes to either not bite people or not be able to transmit, you know, the fluid via them um, to other people. So who knows? Maybe in the next uh, 20 years, we won't have mosquitoes that can bite you anymore. Going from, from malaria, from spiders to malaria. Uh, yeah, spiders, they also let, some of them have, they have multiple <laughs> multiple eyes. Uh, that's my that's my spider fact, is they have eight legs. That's a good fact. I didn't know that. Yes, you did. <laughs> All right, but yeah, I mean, I really, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of pooped from driving. I'm, I'm, I don't have much input. I didn't have much input for this uh, podcast today. All right. Um, All right that, was a, that was a solid uh, podcast. podcast. It's a quick one. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for coming this weekend. It was an amazing time. Um, yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you guys want to come out to Little Rock, we're always here. No, you're not. I know. Six more weeks, bud. You guys are really counting on the days, huh? Uh, no. We're going to miss it when we leave, but... Bigger and better things outside of Arkansas. That's why? Bigger and better things outside of Arkansas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, see me again. Have a good night. Sleep sweet. All right. See you guys. See you guys next. Yeah. I don't want it to be on the record. Don't drop in on Hello? 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 Hear us? Hey, yeah, we're uh, we're on our last leg back uh, back home to the city. We're on the toe. Yeah, the toe of it. Yeah. I have 10 toes. Right. Are you connected in Bluetooth? Um, we're connected. I try to connect to Aux, but it's still just coming through the speaker. Oh, you got to you gotta connect to Bluetooth, bro. 
I don't have Bluetooth here. No, no, we're in Scott's car now. We swap, we swap left. cars. Take a left, Scotty. We swap, we swap, swap cars. cars. Oh, you're in Scott's yeah, car. So Scott, okay, so cool. we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did the eight coins meeting go? Uh, it was good. Ooh, hard hitting questions for Danny, Danny Mac. Danny already. Well, what's your thought? You guys, you guys talk about anything? Uh, uh, no, we just kind of had a discussion around what our companies were doing, respectively. How did uh, the Acorn guy? Yeah, he's a, he's a cool respond. dude. We liked what we were doing. We kind of have the same mission to a certain degree. Did you guys, did you miss yeah, us? Yeah, I, I was expecting you guys to be here when I got back. We almost stayed. Danny said he wanted to drive back. <laughs> yeah, Danny got out of driving this whole fucking trip. As Danny does. As Danny does. <laughs> I know. I just. I thought. I thought we finally had the bastard. And then... <laughs> I, I. I honestly. Honestly, wouldn't want Danny to drive. I don't think he's driven in like three years. <laughs> uh, we stopped at Taco Bell, so I drove two hours. Stopped at Taco Bell. Danny's like, you want to just switch? like every couple hours to make it easier. I was like, sure. I come back out and out of Taco Bell and Syed's in the drive. <laughs> I thought you guys uh, were going to get barbecue. Uh, it was like, oh, that's oh. Scott. You got to get navigators. Danny Mike's good navigator. I'm, I don't know about that. No, so okay. Okay. We got the best autopilot in, uh, in the city right now. Yeah. So, yeah, how far is Memphis out, like, out of the way coming back home? Uh, I just know it's two hours away from here. I don't think it's too out of the way. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. But whatever. We'll try it next time, maybe. Yeah, we'll have plenty of time to try barbecue. Have you guys made it to Memphis yet? Uh, I, I was there when I was a kid. And I went to go see the Elvis Presley House Museum, right? Graceland. Yo, mama was Graceland. on that side. What? Oh, nice. I wanted to go to uh, the Eighth Wonder of the World, the the Pyramid Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll have to check out Memphis next time. Just do a recap of the weekend, well, start things off, guys. and then we can dive into the podcast. All right, so each of you guys yeah. name one thing you're going to remember from Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, oh, that's what I was expecting. Everyone's going to fucking say scooters. Scooters. I, I kind of get why people like <laughs> Yeah, just being on an open scooters. road on a scooter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you do have a smile from, like, Year to year, every single time you're on that thing, that's that's your calling. Yeah, I'm, I might buy one. I don't know. Probably not, but <laughs> probably not. But yeah, I would. I would like. I would like one. I would. Um, Danny, other than scooters, what did you like about Little Rock? Oh, you like that pizza? pizza? So we had pizza today for lunch. <laughs> What was that place called again? Damn good pies. That was a nice. That was a nice yeah, little nice. from the pizza place. All right, let's just start this fucking thing then. Do a recap of the trip. 
excited to go. This is the actual podcast already? Yeah. You didn't introduce anything. Oh, because we were like giving directions and giving oh my God. And I know. Fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, I like. I liked how small it was. I liked that it had a downtown feel of, like, uh, an actual city, but there were few people, and uh, we had that ability. Like, the fucking scooters were just goddamn awesome. Yeah. With Syed, Syed, Danny, and I went on, like, a little mission. From downtown, just so we could pick up another scooter, and it was kind of thrilling for, for a minute. Wait, who was riding who? I mean, who was riding on whose scooter? I was moving around. I was switching on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Danny wrote me for a bit because then he was saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? What about the what about how friendly yeah, oh, people I like, were? I like the, you said a ten a ten year old boy said hi next to you in the urinal. Yeah, very friendly. Oh, yeah, that was, that was, I like the Bill Clinton um, library. No we didn't go in, but that looked pretty dope. Governor's Mansion. Oh, I was gonna say that. Yeah. yeah. I completely forgot Bill Clinton's from Arkansas. He's just such like he's just such like I, I just see like videos of him all the time. Creep. Uh yeah. <laughs> John Travolta's house. John Travolta's house is in Arkansas. No. no it's <laughs> <laughs> Who do you guys think is gonna win the I'm Golden State game? The, uh, the Golden State game? Golden State game. The what? Warriors? Nice. Hey, who do you guys gonna win? Who do you guys think is gonna win? Me? Nick. Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. Toronto? By six points, they're gonna win by six points. Toronto's gonna win by six points. Nice. Oh, you see them playing in front of you? If you had to put his business on the line, he would take the Warriors tonight. So he may be jobless tomorrow. Um, yeah, we just, what, grilled, sat by the pool, drank, went to Brewski's. Grant's fucking sick. Pizza. I could go for the pizza right now. Yeah. Shout out Syed and me for picking being simple and that's that brown fried chicken. Yeah, hell yeah. The garlic made it. Yeah. How do your bodies how do your bodies feel uh, after eating hot dogs and pizza all weekend? Actually, I feel like I lost it. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> they they yeah. stopped the Taco Bell. If anything, it was the beer that's that true, made yeah. feel right back on it. Weird. I mean, I'd say the, the only down thing about Arkansas was like the humidity, but other than that. Luckily, we were yeah. If we were doing actual shit, I would have probably despised it. But since we were about to yeah, well, you look yeah. you look miserable. The heat from the heat. It was uh, I it was it, I think I told you that Dan. I was like I had a high from like riding the scooters, and then like it was like a drug. Like it came down off. Like, <laughs> all I could think about is going back on the scooters. But yeah, I was telling, I think, Scott about should have just flew. Uh, I really don't think so. I'm not, I'm not a big road trip guy. We just all said we appreciated how much we saved money because we decided to take your car and that you want to spend $500 a person. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's like 10, that's 20 more hours. What? 
could have had together. It's 20 more hours we could have had together. Yeah, right? I guess you should have just bloom. Yeah. Next time. Rack up them. Tell Danny to tell Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you're making that shit public already? Finally. Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, Sandra and my cousin are co-workers now. Yeah. yeah. That. Small world. Very small. After all. Where's Daniel at? I'm here. All you guys are talking. Is he skipping out on the podcast again? We can't really hear what you're saying, so we're just assuming you guys are very entertaining. Right. Uh, All right, Wally, direct this podcast. So where are we going with this thing? Are we just sitting talking in a car? Or are we talking about stuff? Uh, two miles. You're getting on I-94 West Chicago. Gotcha. I-94 West Chicago. I asked you a question about Little Rock, Arkansas. Can you, hey, can you speak up? I can uh, barely hear you over here. Yeah, a little better. I asked you about Little Rock, Arkansas. If you had to stay there for any more than the twelve-week program, yeah, you 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 had a question along the lines of, would you stay here another six weeks if you can increase the company size? Yeah, I I think my my max is a year. My max is what? a year. If we can double our, if we can double max our company. Year? Oh, to double the company. Oh, to double. So it's not okay. Damn. Could you guys see yourself living in a small town no. like that forever? Um. Yeah. Right yeah. If we had, if we had, what if we had, like a compound. Down where we stored all of our, like, scooters and hung out. That'd be pretty cool. Scooter gang? Scooter gang, scooter gang. Scooter gang, yeah. Do we look pretty intimidating, just all of us riding around with our, like, LED lights in formation? <laughs> Honestly not, because people were fucking throwing that at Brewskis. They were talking yeah, shit. Yeah, but they were, ta- they were talking shit because they were haters. They're jealous. Yeah. Haters be hating. Yeah. And we be scooting. Yeah, uh, I think our masculinity was challenged twice this weekend. It was, it was first the the claws, and then I think I think that shows more masculinity. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm I'm sex positive on all all things that I don't care if it if it ruins uh, your manhood. You own it. That's what you got to do. You drink your you claws, you scoot your scoots, and then you move on with your life. Right. I mean, it's just a fantastic time. I mean, if you're, like, so many claws were consumed. We rode the scooters for, some, like, forever. That was a great time. It was a great time. We wouldn't have any other way. So, yeah. I didn't hear what you said. 
to this podcast later. Yeah. We're gonna have to reschedule this podcast. This is this is not working. I have to reschedule it. Okay. If you guys get home by like nine nine thirty, we can still do it. All right, Save it in the archives is the lost Save episode. The, the other lost episode. All right. All right, bye. Yeah.